0: Hello, and welcome to Queer Discourse with Lou Barrett. It's me, Lou Barrett. Wow, do we have a really cool show for you today. (laughs) Today's episode is about... Drumroll, please. Dave Chappelle. You might be thinking, Dave Chappelle on a queer podcast? Why on earth would you talk about him? And that's a good question. Dave Chappelle's most recent special, The Closer, uh, received a lot of controversy and a lot of feedback, particularly from the LGBTQ community, which I am a member of and which this podcast caters to. And a lot of what I saw throughout the controversy was sort of one idea that, or one belief or one opinion that supposedly the entire LGBTQ plus community was supposed to be on board with. And I didn't love that. I didn't love that. I think, um, you know, I think there's like 40 million of us. I'm not sure the exact number, (laughs) But that is a lot of people to hold the same view and perspective about a comedy special. And I also found that, at least in my own experience watching the special, that it was a lot more complicated than what I was um, seeing, at least in articles that were criticizing it. And I had a lot of conversations with close friends, and I'll be honest, I have not really met that many people who've watched it, <laughs> um, at least people who were LGBTQ and who watched it, until I put out a call on my Instagram to ask if there were any queer Dave Chappelle fans that I knew, and I found one. And so today on the podcast, I'm talking to Justin Woody, aka Anya Nerve who is a Cleveland-based drag queen and comedy fan. <laughs> and him and I talked about Dave Chappelle and the different perspectives we had on the special. And a lot of my work in general, I think, is focused on what are the ways that we can expand what LGBTQ plus people, it's funny, I almost never use the acronym and I continue <laughs> using it. Uh, I usually just say queer, you know, I like the shorthand of queer. Um, But how can we expand what queer people are expected, um, expected to think, expected to do and believe? How can we expand what is okay and not okay? You know, a lot of what I saw about Dave Chappelle's special in particular was if you were a queer person who liked the special, it was because you hate yourself <laughs> or you have internalized homophobia or internalized transphobia and all these sort of big ideas, you know. And I, I'm i not cool with it. I'm not cool with it. I, I got to be honest with you because I think this idea that If we don't have the popular opinion on something, it's because we hate ourselves? Come on, guys. You know, we can't be doing this. (laughs) And so this podcast, Queer Discourse, it started as a podcast primarily focused on books and primarily focused on talking about books with fellow readers. As you saw in our last episode, we talked with an author about their book. And something I thought about, um, particularly after Dave Chappelle's special came out, was that I wanted to open this up to not only be about books, but to be about a range of media. So films, in this case a comedy special, I've seen some really cool articles (laughs) uh, come out at different times that really like, you know, hit the zeitgeist in some kind of way. Talking about those, and that way it opens it up, you know, to be discourse about. Um, I, I'm not like that, but I don't know. I'm a I'm someone who says they're not a pop culture fan, but like, I mean, I I'm doing an episode about Dave Chappelle. I clearly give like some shit about pop culture. But yeah, so here we are. We're talking about Dave Chappelle today, and I encourage you to come to this with an open mind. I understand that a lot of what is going on around the special is focused on his, no doubt, vulgar jokes. No doubt. (laughs) Like, I will not deny that Dave Chappelle, Dave Chappelle is a provocateur. He says some nasty shit. But, or and, he has a very specific thesis in this special that he points out again and again and again throughout the special. And I'm wondering if we can hold both, you know, and we, we get into Justin and I get into his thesis of, for the special and the ways that we think the, um, the intent of the special was lost because of the offense of his humor And I think sometimes I am of the opinion (laughs) that comedy in particular can be very um, essentialized in the sense that people will take what people say at face value very literally and forget that it was crafted in a particular way to strike a particular chord and to get a certain message across. And I understand that not everyone feels that way. Like, I understand that you may not agree with me, and you may not agree that, you know, it's okay for comedians to tell jokes in a certain way. And I get that. That's okay. Like, you don't have to agree with me, and you don't have to agree with Justin and I. Just like I don't have to agree with you, you know? And I think that is what... I'm trying to do here is say, I want to remove some of the limits that I am sometimes seeing. I I came out when I was 15. I get into this a little bit in the show, but I um, when I was 15, I came out and I was saying, you know, I was supposed to be with a man. I was supposed to dress really girly and I'm not doing those things. And there was like a, a relief in that. And now, in the last few years, I continue to see this um, sort of like this pressure to conform. Um, you know, there's one way to be trans, there's one way to be gay, there's one way to do that, you know. And then if you're not doing it in that exact particular way and reading every new article that comes out so that you can be doing everything correctly, then you're bad or you have internalized homophobia or transphobia or you just haven't figured it out yet or you're not on the right level. And all of these things that I just, I just don't really get it. And to me, some of those things feel like antithetical to what queerness is. We're creating our, we're creating the same structure in ways that we claim <laughs> to have absolved ourselves of. So I know that's a bit. I know that's a lot. I know that's sort of heavy for an introduction, but I I'll just say that's where my head is sometimes, and and a lot of what I think about when I think about um, you know Purple Palm Press and and publishing you know unique and interesting ideas. And I think sometimes even conversations like this, there's this assumption that if you're talking this way, it must be because you're a crazy bigot and you want <laughs> and you want to publish a bunch of crazy, terrible, hateful things. And I think it's like not that simple. And that is absolutely not what I'm saying. Uh, but what I'm saying is that there are a lot of different ways to look at art, to look at ideas. And there is not one right way. Um, you know, and, uh, I want us to get to a place where we can, uh, allow for that and talk about things in like, uh, a less, I don't know, with less, um, offense. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) So I'll leave it there. I hope you like the show today. I think it's a good one. I also encourage you to, if you have the space for it emotionally, uh, to watch Dave Chappelle's special before listening, if you haven't, so that you can form your own opinion about um, what is or is not acceptable in the art form of comedy. And also, uh, if you think he's making a good point, if you think he has a point. Uh, his point is something we get into in the show so without further ado <laughs> here's the show hey hey it's nice to meet you nice to meet you too Lou. Is that how you say your name? Yes. Yeah. How do you say your name?
1: My drag name is Anya Nerve. Anya (laughs) is the first name. Nerve is the last name. But out of drag, I'm Justin. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. I don't have a, like, I just turned my Justin profile and just switched it all over to Anya. So Justin doesn't even have a platform right now, which I'm okay with. But, um, yeah, this is, this is me out of drag.
0: So what's up? How's your Saturday going?
1: Well, last Saturday, um, I COVID, so I've been quarantining for almost a week now. Um, the first five days was, were really terrible, but today I feel better than ever. I was a little concerned that I wasn't going to feel like up to doing the podcast, but. Mm. I feel amazing today, so I, oh, and, good, that's why I didn't say, and that's why I didn't say anything. I'm like, well, let's just see how I feel on that day. Right. And I was like, okay.
0: I know. I'm. I have. I have been so excited about this. I can't understate it.
1: I can't even believe this <laughs> has even manifested. I <laughs> I watched this special on a whim, and I can't find anyone who is. In a mile radius to even talk about this with, they've either just don't haven't watched it or don't want to watch it. Right. I've seen, you know, and so um, when my friend Alicia, uh, she had a screenshot of your Mm -hmm. post and sent this to me and was like, "I think you would really like this." And I read the caption or whatever, Mm -hmm. and I'm like, "Oh my god, this is this is this is our moment right here." I'm excited to talk about
0: it. <laughs> like, yeah, when I so I've watched the special so many times now, we haven't said who we're talking about. Dave Chappelle. We're talking about Dave Chappelle. Um, and when I was like reading articles that were coming out, I was like really mad. And mm-hmm. I remember it was like a month the month it came out, I like walked to a local park. And sometimes I'll talk to myself in my phone and I just was like ranting and I was like, this doesn't make any sense to me, you know? Mm -hmm. But I I get aggravated by the way that it's like there's so many things like you're not allowed to like certain celebrities. Like there's certain celebrities that are like off limits if you're gay or trans. And I think that, I don't know, it doesn't make sense to me.
1: And there seems to be this sort of air that like you have to – Hop on the bandwagon, like we move right. as a a, a unit. And it's, <laughs> no, we don't. Right. Um, I had I had a kind of because I don't keep up with the tabloids, really. So I didn't even really know he was being dragged on the social media about this. Mm. I had um I think I heard about it, but I didn't know how big of a deal it was until I watched it, mm. and I was like, Ah, <laughs> I see, I see why. Um, everyone is upset or everyone right. that he, you know, was pointing at would be maybe upset, but right. I had a, a little bit of a different reaction. So.
0: Yeah. Okay. So I want to hear what your reaction was, but first you introduced yourself and your name, but do you want to say a little more about yourself?
1: Maybe yeah. Like- um, uh, I am Anya Nerve. Uh, mm-hmm. You can find me at Anya Nerve on Instagram or at uh, Anya Nerve on Facebook. Uh, my government name is Justin Woody. I'm an artist uh, through and through. I graduated from Cleveland Institute of Art with a degree in painting back in 2015. And since then, I've been kind of like doing the, the 20s year old art thing. I've kind of done everything. <laughs> I substitute taught for a, a year and some change. I bartended, served, um you know made some art sold some art had some shows done nothing unemployed covid in a matter of almost what 7 years now so yeah that's what i've been doing currently i've been doing drag since june um i'm currently doing it full time right now uh i'm probably going to have to find some sort of other employment soon mm-hmm. um but yeah i i love i love um my life i love drag i love performing I love art. That
2: is
1: everything me, I guess. Perfect. (laughs) What about you? you?
0: Yes, I'm Lou. Uh, I have a publishing company. I don't know if you saw when you checked me out, but it's called Purple Palm Press. I started it in 2018. So that's been my primary focus. But before the pandemic, I did a lot of storytelling. And I had a show in Cleveland, but I moved to Chicago uh, in February of last year. And so I really love performing and I want to get into comedy, which it's like, I love, um, I see Dave Chappelle as an inspiration in so many ways for that, but cause he's just a provocateur, you know, but, uh, anyway, but I have not done that, but Chicago's a great place to do that. So it's, it's on the list for this year. Um, but with Purple Palm, I'm so interested in finding ways to, I say like get rid of the single story of queerness is the way I phrase it. But just this idea that we're all supposed to think the same way, look the same way, talk the same way, be interested in the same things, be mad about the same things. Like all, you know, when we're all individuals. So finding ways to highlight different perspectives on things. And so I'm using the podcast as like a a, one way to do that.
1: Yeah, I love, I love that. How long have you like, so you're a writer as Mm -hmm. well. Yeah. How long have you, is that like, you went to school for that? Did you say that? I'm sorry.
0: No, I didn't say that. It's okay. (laughs) I did. I went to Kent for English. And then it was funny. I like never really took myself seriously as a writer or thought of myself as a writer. And I dated someone a few years after college. She was like, you're a writer. It's all you talk about
1: mm-hmm for sure yeah <laughs> that's hilarious it's funny yeah. how we have like um something that we do and then we have that other thing that we do and like we don't see how they kind of go together but like you've been doing this other thing for like so long that right you don't compute that like oh I have this title as well
0: right 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 yeah I actually have been working on my first creative nonfiction, and I just printed the first draft yesterday which was really cool so I, I saw can, like, that. I saw- yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. You're- Has it been weird doing drag during COVID?
1: Um, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I started I think in June. So that was when everything started to open back up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of, uh, it's kind of like, um, how to explain it. You're kind of gambling your life I guess because mm-hmm. there's no way to protect yourself in in the sense of like you have to perform it's a kind of um profession where you're constantly around people it's it's based on human interaction and uh money but I've noticed that you know certain um directors have been doing things like um Venmo and Cash App as a way to like um distance uh, the performers from the audience a little bit and people have mm-hmm. been respectful and wearing masks at certain venues so um this was my first time getting COVID and I started in June so I think I did pretty well oh, that's, and, yeah
2: mm-hmm.
0: how was how was it having COVID did you lose sense of taste and smell
1: no I didn't lose a, a sense of taste or smell at all I if I was describe it I I felt like I was this is anything like the beginning stages of being pregnant I had (laughs) terrible nausea I had a really bad headache I was hard to sleep I it was just I was tired all the time and I had very very low 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 energy so Mm, mm -hmm. that was pretty much me but yeah, um, yeah, I'm so glad I didn't lose taste and smell. That's like the best parts about living.
0: Yeah, I I got COVID in December 2020, and I lost t- taste and smell, and it was one of the weirdest experiences. I still don't fully have it back, but it's pretty much back.
1: Yeah, I was going to actually. Did you get it all back? But that's good that. It's- no,
0: I love telling people this is like kind of gross, but I still can't smell my own shit. That's like <laughs> that's amazing. You got built-in potpourri. (laughs) Yeah, I literally have no idea what it smells like. I haven't smelled it in a a year and a couple months, so.
1: Wow. (laughs) COVID is good for one thing.
0: (laughs) All right, let's get back to it. So, yeah, I would love to know why. Okay, so what was different about your reaction?
1: Well, I have, first of all, I thought his special was just, he performed it so well. Mm -hmm. It didn't even feel like a comedy special. It felt like more of a TED Talk that was funny. Mm -hmm. And it came from this place that was so honest. And you know Dave Chappelle to be just so up here all Mm -hmm. the time. And, you know, he's so cringy. And in this special in particular, he really, like, massaged everything. (laughs) And he really planted himself on that stayed and delivered what he did with such grace, confidence, intelligence and and but remained funny and remained edgy and you use this word um earlier to describe him
0: provocateur
1: um, it was and it was so prov- still so provocative it was nasty yeah. right. and he did all of that and it, it, I think I might've dropped a tear by the end of it the first time I watched it. It was that good. And yeah. I was like, how, excuse my language, but how in the fuck could you possibly mm-hmm. be upset with this beautiful piece
0: of art? That's how I felt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's, that's a great way to put it. When I saw it, I watched it like the weekend it came out. So it was like before there was a lot of writing on it. Well, probably like as it was happening. And so I didn't know what people's reactions were yet, but I just remember being like, yeah, like he makes vulgar jokes, but he makes vulgar jokes. That's Dave Chappelle. That's the way, you know, like I said, he's a provocateur. And I was like, he's making such a clear point and is being so clear throughout the special saying it again and again and again. I'm like there's no way that he's going to get that much shit for this. And that's <laughs> that's that, I think that is the 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 meat of this right
1: conversation is what the point he was making. Right. And but yeah, I agree with everything that you're saying.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because and I I like even wrote cuz I watched it again last night. I've watched it probably 5 times. But uh He says, yeah, I've never had a problem with transgender people. If you listen to what I'm saying, clearly, my problem has always been with white people. I've been arguing with the whites my entire career. And that's like halfway through. And it's even earlier that he first says it. But he continues. He's not just showing his thesis, but he's literally saying it so clearly.
1: (laughs) Yes. Yes. And I, every time I watch it, I get so like caught up. It's so hard for me to write things down. But early in it, he also said, which goes with that statement. He said, we live in a place where you can kill a black man mm-hmm. and nobody, and nothing happens to you, but mm-hmm. you can um, talk about a gay person. And it basically ends your career. Right. Said, right. That's, that's the place. That's where we have gotten to. Right. Um, and that's, next- I think is a good point.
0: That's when he's the, the the baby bit for people who haven't who haven't watched it. Which people, if you're listening, you should totally watch it and then listen to the conversation. <laughs> like I always wonder how many people are outraged about it and haven't even watched it.
1: A lot. Yeah. I would assume. <laughs> that would be my guess. A lot.
0: Right, right. right. But yeah, so he talks about. Uh, how baby killed some, killed a black guy in a Walmart and, uh, and how it didn't affect his career, but it was, I actually, I didn't wa- I don't know that much about what happened, but at a concert, he was making a lot of anti-gay comments sometime. Do you know when that was? It was like in the summer or something.
1: Yeah, it was 2021 for sure. And, okay. um, maybe yeah, it had to be in the summer. Yeah. yeah. Cause it was before Halloween.
0: Yeah, and then people, and then he was getting a bunch of shit, and people were saying they got to cancel him. And then he says, "Yeah, what you said, you you can kill a black guy, and your career doesn't suffer, but hurt a gay person's feelings." And that's and your how he. Yeah, and that's how he talks about it. Hurts like gay person's feelings, and this is a, something he's brought up in numerous specials. He brought it up with Kevin Hart, like, and I feel like he continues to bring this up. And a lot of what I've seen in articles are like that he's pinning. Black people against the trans community, or pinning the pinning the Black community against the trans community. What is your? How do you see that? Do you agree?
1: No, I don't think so. I just think he is calling attention to the fact that a lot of what is pushing the LGBTQIA LGBT, community is is has a lot of whiteness under it Mm -hmm. that propels it a lot faster than uh the black community which has like in comparison nothing backing it and Mm -hmm. if you look at how he's saying if you look at how successful each part if you're I I hate talking about it in this way but if you look (laughs) at how successful each party is Mm -hmm. and at the rate at which They're coming out of oppression. He's saying the LGBT community is moving a lot faster. And you guys Mm. care about a lot of things that you should care about in this group, but you don't. And I think Mm -hmm, for mm -hmm. him, he calls attention to it by comparing the two. And people see it as if they're, he's saying, is this versus this when that's not the case. He's saying there is an issue here and it has nothing to do with these two groups. And that is what he is. is saying, and I I think in all of his specials, and even his, like, comedy things he did on Comedy Central, it has never changed, and I feel like this last one, he really was, like, okay, he, like, (laughs) almost had to, like, sit us down, and, like, (laughs) this is why I'm, and it was really, like, oh my god, it was, like, I was shook, I was
0: shook. Yeah, yeah, I... I agree with what you're saying. And I also think that saying that that's what he's doing feels like a, like an oversimplification, you know, or it's like, I think sometimes there's this idea and I don't know if you feel differently that like, because he's a cis straight man, he's not allowed to talk about trans or gay stuff. And that that's like where the crux of a lot of this is.
1: Hmm. Mm. You know, I, I, I disagree. I disagree. Mm -hmm. I think comedy, uh, comedy has this way of like calling attention to the things that people don't want to hear. People don't want to talk about, you know, you know, comedy has this great Avenue of like, um, talking about the things you usually only talk about with yourself. Right. And I feel like he just does a good way of, um, calling everybody out. I don't think he left anybody out. (laughs) I don't think he missed anyone, anyone. And so I, I mean, you know, I I feel like that's why I feel like people are also forgetting about the artistry of comedy Yes, and and the era that he comes from and, and, and how, you know, comedy when he started is not the same comedy now, unfortunately. Um, and I feel like Why do you is... see
0: unfortunately? Sorry to interrupt you. Uh
1: even if you were to compare like David Hart or David Hart, why? Um, <laughs> Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart was Dave Chappelle. I feel like they have a lot of um like different styles and I mm-hmm. feel like Kevin Hart's style is a lot more contemporary than um, how Dave Chapa- Dave Chappelle's style is,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, and I feel like Dave Chappelle draws onto, like, a style that, like, is very much, I don't know, it's like, you know, the comics that are very inappropriate, and mm-hmm. I, you don't see that as much, and I feel like he's still very much into that artistry, and I feel like that's part of the reason why, um, I don't know, I, I, I'm a comedy fan. Yeah, me too. So it's like, you know, so like, I just feel like it's comedy is also just not what it used to be. Right. You know, but and so that's why I said, unfortunately, because you don't really see that level of uh, geniusness anymore. Right, you know? right. So.
0: Yeah. And I think like a lot of, um, a lot of comedy has been about seeing what you can get away with. And it's like, it more and more becomes like there's more and more fear about what to say, what not to say. Like, is this going to, you know, hurt my career, whatever, whatever. And it's like, to me, it's commendable that Dave Chappelle is still willing to like be honest about what he's feeling, you know? Yeah. And make the art he wants to make.
1: And, you know, my mom always said, it's not what you say it's how you say it. And I feel like he does it. He does, a good, he does mm-hmm. a good job with that. He does a good job with that. He does a good job with explaining. And mm-hmm. he, he I love when he is, says, oh, you thought that was offensive. You just wait. wait. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so I just love how he's like, oh, it gets worse from here. So if, right. he, if you you better leave now. And I love that about his comedy. It's like, oh, he's really gonna take us there. This is has totally left, um, like he gives he makes me feel like where am I and who is around me. That's (laughs) what I feel like when I listen to
2: comedy.
0: Yeah. Well, and also, um, yeah, and I I don't agree that you know, straight cis people can't talk about gay trans issues, but I think sometimes that's where some of the, like, upsetness is coming from, or, like, they're, like, I think people should be allowed to make fun of anybody, comedians, mm-hmm. personally, yeah, I, you know? I, I think so, too, and I think uh, you have to be
1: altered enough, intelligent enough to do it, and I feel like yeah. not every, never, not everybody has the the uh, the tools and their tool belt right. and their comedy tool belt to do it and some people should stay away from that but not Dave Chappelle. I don't feel right. like you can do that to a comedy a comedian comedian of his like level, you know? But I didn't agree with everything that he said. Some things made me cringe. I'm right. not gonna lie. I right. was like ooh <laughs> I don't know. You know What's an some- example of one? When he were, I think it was the J.K. Rowling um, mm,
2: mm-hmm.
1: area. Um, and maybe when he was like, gender is a fact,
2: mm-hmm. you
1: know, some of the stuff that his, some of his uh, wording, I thought was wrong.
2: Right. Even
1: in, even though I saw it under the light of comedy, I'm just like, gender's performed. You know, <laughs> you know, I'm just like, wait now. You know you're you're there's a biological you know I was like really going to my textbooks with some of right. this stuff but I'm I had to remind myself that I, and like he like he also says I'm not going to agree with everything that he says mm-hmm. and I'm mm-hmm. okay I'm okay with that um and I think you have to come to his stuff with with that mind frame and it's it's a special thing that because not all can comedians you have to prepare yourself but for him I think you you have to be you also have to have a level of intelligence to watch his stuff
0: definitely well and I think about like because yeah it's no doubt that like he has that like impossible pussy joke like a lot of things are yeah offensive you know and it's it's you know
1: as a vegan (laughs) I cracked up (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I thought, but I was like, Ooh.
0: yeah, yeah. But it's like, I, but I really appreciate his stuff. I mean, his special, I think it's sticks and stones where he makes the joke about you can't upset the alphabet people. Did you watch that one? And he talks about like everyone car, riding in a car. car. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, I like knowing what someone who isn't gay or trans thinks about the gay and trans community because I don't know that I believe that I don't think that everyone who goes to his shows and likes him are a bunch of transphobes. Like I just don't, but I think, (laughs) but I think a lot of people who like his shows also feel like they're walking on eggshells or feel like they can't talk freely in a way that we used to be able to. And he's giving a voice to that. Like I've said to people, I feel like he's giving a voice to like, Dan in accounting who's annoyed he has to put his pronouns in his email signature. And he's like, I don't get this, you know, but it's not because he's like hates trans people, but he feels like he can't talk about it. And then Dave Chappelle is someone who just is talking about everything really loudly, you know, really vocally. But I don't think it's about everyone who goes to his shows is our hateful bigots, you know? And I think in order to like progress in movements, talking freely is essential
1: Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. And I also feel like, you know, it sounds so cliche, but comedy has this weird way of bringing us all together. And for him to put everyone up in an uproar about this last comedy set, it's eventually going, it's it's creating what we're doing now. Totally, totally. You know what I mean? So it has this wave effect that eventually like bring us together. And every every comedian doesn't do that. So it's like, he's doing something- really special um yeah
0: yeah I don't know why I really I was so naive when I saw it I'm like oh the trans community is going to start loving Dave Chappelle
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah it did yeah. not
0: happen it did not happen but what did you think I really liked the whole section about Daphne Dorman
1: and just thinking about that
0: yeah And part of what I liked about it was, because that's another reason that, another thing that inspires so much of the work I do in the sense that he talks about how when she defended him, a lot of the trans community flipped out on her. And I'm just not down, I'm not cool with it. You know, I'm like, we're allowed to have different opinions. We are allowed to have different opinions. And I think part of like being, having equality (laughs) is being allowed to think differently and challenge ideas. And sometimes I think we limit ourselves when we say, no, 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 this idea, we're not allowed to challenge. You have to think this way about it and you have to talk about it this way. And I just, and so he, I felt like him highlighting that, he was like showing us where our problem areas were. He was like, this is a problem in your community. Like, and I'm just showing everybody this is happening, you know?
1: Yeah yeah and it's almost like I talking about this feels like I'm like spoiling a major movie and that's how important it I feel like it is for people (laughs) of all walks of life is to watch this special because yeah he even talks about like what did he say he said um I don't give a fuck. He was like, drag me on Facebook. It's not a real place. <laughs> I, I think it's what he says. And like, yeah, for, for Daphne to defend him on a social media website and then like a, the trans community, LGBT community attacked her. And for the actions to happen after that, he just, he, I mean, he's called, yeah. He, like you said, he's calling attention to like the real problem here and mm-hmm. And like you said, it's. I feel like yeah, we all should be able to have an opinion,
0: right? Right, right. Yeah, and and some of the feedback he got on the Daphne Dorman thing is that he was doing the "Hey, look, I have trans friends" thing, but it's another mm. way that I think people are just simplifying it. I'm like, but he did have this trans friend, yeah, <laughs> and it was influential, and this thing yeah. happened.
1: And she was a comedian. Right. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Such a good
0: special. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was really good. Well, and I also love, because some of the the stuff that he's done that sometimes makes me cringe is his rape jokes. But I still like the way he's critical of the Me Too movement and the things he brings up. And it was like, he has the one bit in this one where he said, <laughs> like, we're going to we're going to wear a bunch of crocheted pussy hats to show them we need business or something, you know, and it's stuff like that that I'm like, you know, it's funny.
1: But he was also saying, like, that's not how you do it. He's like, I'm not down with that shit. Mm. He's like, I'm not down with that shit. I'm down with the the people who got off the bus. The right. people who walked, walked those miles. He's like, that gets the work done, not wearing. And then I think, yeah, he's like, he's not wearing pussy hats to the uh, <laughs> event. He's like, he's like, <laughs> so I, he's saying, he's saying like, I think that's when he was branching off of like feminism and mm-hmm. like, um, and all of that. So he, even then, yeah, he was making some,
0: some point. And I think sometimes, I don't know, I'm always trying to understand all the reasons why people aren't liking something. And I also think he's just really confident And I think sometimes people just don't like someone who's so confident about saying something so taboo.
1: Yeah. Even if he's wrong, even if he's wrong, I feel like you're allowed to get it out of your mouth. Because when you're wrong, you're saying something that somebody in this world probably believes. Right. You know, like even when he says the rape stuff, he's saying something that somebody, he's he's imitating a truth in someone. Mm Mm-hmm. And he's calling attention to it through comedy, but it—I it, feel like saying all of these outrageous things is a way of healing because now, as a viewer, you can see how ridiculous it is. So right, right. And I feel like that's what he's doing. It's almost he has this very sarcastic, like even when he's like saying, "Oh, bitch, suck my dick," uh, and then he's like, <laughs> "Now we're back at." Now we're back at this. When he was talking about being a feminist, he's like, now we're back at the same, but he's not, you, he's not being serious, but someone right. in this world feels that way.
0: Right, so right. calling attention
1: to it is important.
0: Yeah, when he, there's a book that came out. I don't, if, I think it might've been 2020 and it's called Canceling Comedians While the World Burns. And it's like mm. this, some, I, I don't know if, I think they're a journalist, but they wrote this. It's pretty short, this book about all the ways that, There's so much attention put on comedy specifically as like somehow what's going to solve like all of the social issues of our world, you know, in our world and the ways that we essentialize what people say. So it's like if a comedian is making jokes about women, then people go, oh, he hates women when it's like it's not that simple. And it's like, yeah, as a comedian, like Dave Chappelle probably has everything prepared that he's going to say to the to the word like to, you know, it's like he's thought about like like you said with the suck suck your dick <laughs> suck my dick joke. It's like he's that's a punchline. He's like creating tension and then he's releasing the tension. That's what a comedian does.
1: Absolutely. Yep. And I don't know why. Very good at
0: it. Yeah, and I sometimes feel like with comedy it's like comedy I feel like people get confused because it's like a real person talking as themselves at a microphone. And then I think people will take everything they say as, like, just so seriously in a way that they don't as much with, like, musicians or, I don't know, like, other artistry. What do you think? Do you think that's part of it?
1: I, yeah, I definitely think that has a lot to do with it. And I feel like it's kind of like this um, comedy has this very much call and response where it's, it's, uh, it can't be done without the audience. And Mm -hmm. so it's kind of depended on their response throughout the duration of the performance. So I think it also has that aspect where we decide right now during your performance if we like this or not. It's very theater. You know what I mean? Right, right. The audience and the performer has this crazy symbiosis that like determines if it's good or um, appropriate here and now. So I think that's what a lot of it has to do with, too.
0: Right. I feel like we've covered a lot of ground in like 30 minutes.
1: <laughs> I did I did have a question, for because yes, I please. have this question for my Are you cuz I was like I hope I don't get dragged on the internet for my thought process of Dave Chappelle <laughs> by the community. Did you, did you think about that like cuz I cuz like I don't I know people are like mm. this is not the tea. Right. You know, like, fuck Dave Chappelle. I'm like, no. Like, are right. you afraid that people are also, like, not going to fuck with you and your future comedy career because of how you see this matter?
0: Yes. Yes. But I'm, like, really trying to push past that because I keep thinking about how, like, I mean, I'm seeing right now with you. I'm not alone. Like, I'm not the only person who has a different opinion than whatever the popular opinion is about something and I want to be part of making space for queer people to be able to have different opinions. But it's like, I have thought about, I'm like, am I just like making myself a sacrifice (laughs) like like for that to happen, which I don't want to do. And I think about things like with my publishing company, I, I, our first book is coming out this year, our first major book. And Mm -hmm. I have a lot of authors depending on me, you know, to, to sell a lot of their books and also to, to make, you know, to make their book launches successful. And I also have thought about that where I'm like, am I being irresponsible or something? If I might be putting myself in a position for people to be like, fuck Lou Barrett because they like Dave Chappelle or whatever, (laughs) (laughs) but it's like saying it out loud. Sounds so ridiculous. You know?
1: Lou, Lou, if they put you and Dave Chappelle in the same sentence,
0: you've made it. (laughs) (laughs) You like? I know it's one of my dreams to meet him. I just think he's so incredible. We're also both Virgos,
1: wow, really? Mm-hmm.
0: I love Virgos.
1: That's what's your? Sign? I'm a Gemini. Leah love Leo that rising. yeah. I'm so glad you're getting into comedy. I've always like wanted to do it, but mm-hmm. I always have an issue with uh, I'm not the, like I'm not a, the best writer. I'm good at. Mm. I'm good at reading it and like, you know, doing it after it's all been like checked out
2: and stuff. Mm -hmm.
1: But um, that's so awesome. And you're in Chicago, like Mm -hmm. work.
0: Yeah. I, I gotta just fucking do it. I, so storytelling is how I wanted to do it because my stories are always funny. Like, and I always intentionally make them funny and I'll have punchlines and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I've had people suggest they do comedy and I just haven't just like fucking done it. And I'm caught up in this thing where I'm like, well, with a story, it's a narrative and there's a through line all the way, but comedy, sometimes they're just like doing one bit and then they just completely change subjects, <laughs>
2: like, mm-hmm. you know,
0: but everyone's different. It's, it's cool seeing the different ways. Like I've been watching more and more comedy. I'm such like a researcher. I'm like, let me watch every comedy special possible. And then I'll, then I'll try it. But mm, people do I it like so differently. Anymore. So like Chris Rock, do you watch any of Chris Rock stuff? Um, I watch a lot of like Chris rock
1: movies and stuff like that. So, you know what I mean? Like I know his work, um, a lot.
0: He, so he does this thing in his, I think it's his most recent, the tambourine. It's something with tambourine in the title. It was really good. And he talks about his divorce and it's like when he's doing a bit, he'll keep repeating like a main part of the bit so he has like a bit about bad not wanting to get a bad mortgage like you can't get a bad mortgage and then he keeps Mm -hmm. saying you can't get a bad mortgage you can't get a bad mortgage or something like that then he keeps going with the bit then he goes you can't get a bad mortgage you can't get a bad mortgage and then when he's on the next bit he does it again where he just keeps repeating like a line and it's almost like it's really interesting rhythmically it's cool it's cool Yeah. Yeah. I would. I, I'd watch that special. It's good. It, I
1: like it. I wish I watched more comedy specials. Actually. Um, I think I'm just so picky with certain, like, mm. like I'm like, I don't think I my favorite comedy special still to this day might be uh, like Cat Williams had a really great series. And I feel like um the Kings of comedy was really good too, but
0: see, I haven't watched very, those. So I'll have to watch them, but yeah, yeah. they're really good. I feel like Dave Chappelle's are like a research paper always. Mm. Like that's how it feels. It's like I'm going to have a main point and then I'm going to talk about all these other things to show that point.
1: Yeah, for sure. Like this last one I'm like, man, he don't ever have to write another freaking special yeah. like this. This was it right here. That's yeah. how I, yeah, that's how I felt.
0: I saw I went to see him live it was in November, I think. So he did a do- did you see this? He made a documentary in Yellow Springs, Ohio of like mm-hmm. Yeah. And so he was like showing it in 10 theaters and so I went to I always forget what it's called. Rocket quick mm-hmm. and lo- quick and quick Loans, and Loan, whatever, Quicken Loans, yeah. <laughs> Quicken Loans. Yeah. Um <laughs> <I love that. laughs> uh, and they yeah, they were playing it and then he came and he didn't he did like a super short set it was like 20 minutes but he had other comedy comedians and one was a um this black lesbian comedian i think her name's Sam i'll look it up and i'll text it to you i can't remember it off the top of my head but she had a whole bit about people are so woke they're stupid was mm. like the bit and it was it was all the comedians that night said something about you know, whether it was like cancel culture specifically or just feeling like we can't say anything anymore. And she was someone who was just like, you know, I'm gay and I'm like annoyed about this. And I think that's something that is like happening more and more. I think there are more and more gay and trans people who are like, don't want to feel like they're seen as part of this, a part of a movement who is constantly telling people what to think and do.
1: Yeah, and I think- Maybe, and this is a question, do you, maybe that's because, like, the spectrum has been busted wide open, <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like, no one is, a, like, I feel like no one is trying to allow anything in the way we feel to be so concrete anymore. And I feel like that is, that is a good thing. That mm-hmm. is a good thing, for sure. Right.
0: Wait, it's a good thing
1: to what? I just think it's a good thing that like I feel like now more than ever, the spectrum of like gender and sexuality is being busted wide open, right. and I feel like that's why people are feeling like um they don't have to agree with everyone or everyone yes. like you can ha- you can have your opinion now about what being queer means to you and what right. being trans means to you, and I feel like um it's good that that it's happening, you know what right. I mean?
0: No, I agree. I, I think I, I'm i hopeful that that starts to happen outside of just the queer community. That it's, we get to a place where like, we're all able to talk about different, you know, experimenting and talking about these different things. And it's not something that you have. You have to have a specific identity to be allowed to talk about it.
1: Right. Do you yeah. think Dave Chappelle will remain canceled? No. I don't think so
0: either. I just think, I mean, I think he's too powerful, but also like, I don't know. I, I just think, I think that's a lot of it. I think too many people like him still. So it's like, even though the trans, I, I don't know. I, I, I like kept reading articles. I'm like, someone's got to say something. I kept, I have like two, two drafted articles and I actually tried to get one. No, I didn't. No, I was always too chicken, you know, like I have ones that I've, <laughs> that I've wanted to send that sort of point out like some of the contradictions and like people's analysis of it and then like talk about what he's actually saying. Um, but yeah, I definitely, there has been a lot of fear, but that, that's been part of my like 2022. I'm like, you know, cause I, I came out when I was 15 and being gay and when I was 15 is just very different than being gay now. And I, I consider myself like political, but I'm not into this. Like, Oh, you like that celebrity? Well, did you hear what they said eight years ago? Do you still like them? You know, like, <laughs> these things are, it's like, why it's like, why does this matter? You know? Like, I think it's a energy. Because it's, it's,
1: I I feel like people think, like, if if they offended this person, it should offend you, too. And if it didn't offend you, too, then that's yes. the problem. Yes. You know, like, no. <laughs> that's not my journey. That's not. That's their. Right. 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 That's their journey. That's their history with that. That's not. I'm creating my own. Right. And I hate. I do not like that at all. I don't either. Everyone should cancel them because they did this. This is wrong. That is a fact. And
0: if you don't agree, like, it
1: didn't personally offend me.
0: Right. Yeah, I know. It's getting to a point where, yeah, if you like someone that's problematic, then you're also problematic. It's just, like, this, like, chain, you know. But, yeah, and I I, like, think homophobia is, like, really funny. I just... (laughs)
1: because it makes no sense (laughs) yeah
0: and I also don't think Dave Chappelle is homophobic or sexist or transphobic you made me remember what
1: I was thinking oh my god Lou I was literally thinking I was literally thinking I don't think he is transphobic, homophobic, racist or anything. Right. Because if he was and I genuinely felt that way, I would not support this man. Right, right, and right. So I I don't feel that way. Right. Like and I he does either. a good job. He does a good job. Right. Of 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 making people feel that way. So I I I'm always at a loss.
0: Yeah. When I remember someone with a friend of mine was talking about it and they were like saying something about him being transphobic and I was like well how do you define transphobic and they like looked at me like shook their head you know that I was like pressing it but I'm like yes he says really offensive shit yes that's part of his thing you know but I don't think that alone makes you transphobic in the context of like a comedy special like, and he's, he make I feel like he makes his point clear that he's not when he's talking about the bathroom bill. And I feel like that's like what he's trying to set up where he's like, Hey, I'm on your side. I'm voting, you know, on your side. I get this. And his dad was like an academic who started like some sort of social justice organization. And he like well, comes from that. a lot. Yeah and he like comes from this line of like people who are like left political deep thinkers and i feel he he's, he's like he's that you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's car- he's carrying the bloodline yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh i also and again i like get everyone's different everyone does has different tolerance levels but i think in particular with his rape jokes they were like super cringy when I was first watching them and, and I'm a survivor, but I found that it was like healing, like watching someone like talk about something so like, you know, charged in such like a light and funny, ridiculous way was like, helped me like, Oh, I'm like can breathe a little easier now.
1: Do you think it's be, do you think it's because, um, do you feel, you, you felt like he was on your side with his delivery and not like,
0: yeah, that's part of it. That's a good question. I, I would say, I think that's part of it. And also like the ways he was like challenging the movement. Cause in, in, I don't remember if it was sticks and stones or another one, but he says something like, I kept telling you guys, I agree with you, but the way you're going about it is not going to work. It's not going to work. I remember work.
1: that. I I remember that.
0: Yeah, and then he talks about how all of the abortion bans are getting more and more insane. He's like, I told you this was going to happen. You were going to push too hard in it this way or whatever, and you were going to get, and it was going to come back on you. And mm. I think it was like something about that where he's like, I just, I just see him as really intelligent and someone who seems to have his like finger on the pulse, <laughs> like of how movements work and it's like he tries to show that in his comedy and also like he's been with his wife for like over 20 years and it's like I like that he's a a celebrity who doesn't live like a celebrity and I think that's something people will like about him too he lives in yellow springs Ohio like he's not doing interviews constantly they have their own private life and I'm like you a guy is not just like this sexist gross Perv who's like been in a happy marriage for 20 years.
1: I, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> I agree. And I his, I think his wife is Asian, right? Yeah. And yeah, I'm sure his wife is like, let him have it. Let him have it. You know, right. and I, I just love that you see that I I just it just his whole life encompasses for me.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: He he cares and he, you know, he right. has cared. And he just kind of like his catharsis is this comedy, and he just yeah, say it five times. He does it so well,
0: right, right, yeah. And I I think it would be so cool if there is ever a world where he could team up with some, him and some of his comedian friends could team up with some trans comedians, and they could collaborate on something. I mean, how cool would that be?
1: That would be insane. <laughs> that would be. That would be insane. That would be amazing.
0: Yeah, maybe it's wishful thinking, but I like to think that it's possible. Um, at at some point, he said something about on his Instagram, like I'm gonna do a town hall or something like that, like with queer people, or he's like, I'm like, I I'm I'm down to talk to you, but it's gonna be on like on my with my rules or something like that, and I'm right, like, oh right, my god, right. just call me. I'll talk.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, did you watch a lot, a lot of his, um, like his Comedy Central stuff,
0: like the Dave, the Dave Chappelle show? Yeah, I have so far watched the first season. I'm like working my way through it. I've watched. I think I've watched all of his specials now. I went on like a binge. Mm-hmm. Um, but even his show, I feel like. Sh- it's funny cause he's like, so he looks so young. Like how I was like, what, 20 years ago? No. Yeah. That long ago. Yeah. Like the first episode, there was one bit, it's like the one where he is like, it's like a sketch about a blind KKK leader and he's the KKK leader and doesn't know he's black. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes, and I was like, I Holy fuck, you know?
1: Like, how do you even think of that? Right. Just,
0: right. Yeah, he's I do just remember so that smart. One. You know, I I just really admire him. But yeah, I watching. It's like not every sketch is so you know, but like so many of them are, and and it's also you can see the ways he's matured since since then. But it's still it, it's. I mean, it's funny.
1: Yeah, it's and good. to think about I I think about like he he was pus- pushing boundaries mm-hmm. at a time where like it was probably really hard to get away with the stuff he was getting away with on tv and without like he, without that you know he 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 made it easier to call attention to the things that we call attention to now right. so easy you know and I think he's one of the pioneers with that when it comes to, like, social media and, like, the, you know, just freedom of speech and, uh, just being okay with, like, having a personal, I don't know, a personal thought. Like, he was doing that so long ago. Like, right. I just think that's so cool. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, are you worried you're gonna get canceled? um. I've thought about it cuz I've thought about
1: it cuz I want everyone to listen to this. I you have to <laughs> tell me how, how I can go listen to us talk again yeah. and I can go tell all my friends I was a, I was um worried, you know, I have trans sisters, I have, mm-hmm. you know, you know queer friends and um I I haven't found one of my peers who you know have either watched it or enjoyed it like I have so Mm -hmm. it wasn't even about being canceled it was just like even my immediate associates knowing what I thought about something like this because I know how easy it is to get canceled and people right not fucking with your thought process but at the same time um they don't pay my bills so I'm going (laughs) to pay them no mind
0: <laughs> yeah
1: is what rupaul has taught me so
0: yeah yeah um, i yeah. oh sorry go ahead
1: no so i was just like so i'm i'm yeah i'm over it like no i'm ex- I was yeah. excited to i think we covered our we covered our ass we talked we we had a good conversation right too <laughs> i think so
0: too you never know but yeah i uh i think so too yeah i get caught up in like I think it used to be like, you know, so much of my work is, is about like for queer people. And, and so it's like, I don't want people to think, you know, that I'm like, not with them or whatever, but Mm -hmm. like, I'm trying to like, look at this as like my way of being with them. Like in the sense that like, I, like, I think about when I came out, I was like, you know, it was about like I was able to say, oh yeah, I'm rejecting this, what was assumed of me. Like I was supposed to dress really girly. I was supposed to marry a dude and I'm not doing those things. And then now, and so it was like free, like being gay, being queer was like a freedom in some way. And say, and now it feels more and more like there's a pressure to conform as a queer person to a certain set of expectations and standards. And to me, it feels like be like antithetical to what queerness is. And I'm trying to like start saying that that I feel that way and hopefully find other people who also feel that way.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's almost like, like I don't want us to set up the same structure that was built in like cis heteroness. It's almost like we're setting up a different, but the same structure where this is the norm and you are other than this. Fuck that. Yes, yes. I yes. did be gay for that. I would have, <laughs> you know, I didn't do that for that. Right. So no, we need to constantly combat that with conversations like this, you know? Right. We shouldn't have all the same thought process. That would be boring as hell.
0: Yes. Yes, it would. Exactly. That would be so boring. I If want we all to thought the same way. Yeah. Disagree with me, please. Right. 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 That's a good attitude too. In what ways do you think having different, having different perspectives helps a movement, like helps us progress?
1: Like this course is, is, is the root of how we figure out how we are the same and how we are different. Mm -hmm. And if we can start by having a conversation to figure out why in which you think this way and why in which i think this way and we talk about your experiences and we learn about it e- it's cuz it's a, it's a way to learn about each other yeah. and um and it and it and i feel like it lets people know that you don't have to agree right you know but at the same time we have some of the core things that we all have that can bring us together and i feel like mm-hmm. that is what discourse and what conversations like this does you know like it it lets it just lets people know that I can see a little inkling bit of myself in you and if we have this conversation it might just get a little bit and Mm. that's the hope that and that's the hope that I know why I love it so much right you know I've always had this dream that I would love to live in this mansion like like Noah's Ark, I want to be Noah's Ark, but instead of it being animals, it's like all different types of people just loving on mm. each other, and and it's, and it's like the discourse boat for us to just—I love that—sit and have conversations and not worry about anything else.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm what just like. Dream. I'm I'm such an ideas guy. Like I like just like getting into shit, you know. And I'm I don't feel like concerned with convincing someone of my take on something. Like I don't care if if you don't feel the same way, but I want to be able to talk about this stuff without going, "Nope. Remember we're not allowed to say that." <laughs> like mm-hmm. nope, you know. Like I I want to challenge ideas, and I think challenging ideas is part of how movements grow in the first place. Like, I think challenging norms and challenging the way we think about gender and sexuality is part of how we're here. So I think continuing to be open to challenging different perspectives and challenging each other for the better, you know, and talking mm-hmm. through different things. Like, if we can't talk through different things, we we become stuck, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. We have to continue, like evolving as a, yeah. as a as a as uh, a what are we <laughs> as, a pe- as a people yeah you know and i feel like having conversations help that and we have honestly come a long way looking yes. at our, our our history we have come a right. long way but we have to continue um doing that and i feel like uh dc is a pioneer in in helping that happen. Whether you like him or you hate them, right. he is one of the pioneers and kind of just bringing us all together. You know, true, For true. Sure. Did you see Nicole Byers one? Mm-mm. Hers is hers is testy. Oh, really? Te- yeah. If you watch it, just send me a text or a DM me and let me know how you liked it. But hers was like. <gasps>
2: Oh, oh wow, I'll have to watch it.
1: She, she, she got a couple two-piece punches where I'm like, okay, but also calls attention to why weren't people Why aren't people offended at certain people? Why, why mm-hmm. is everybody up in Dave Chappelle's neck? You know, has this artist said the same thing and nobody's coming at this
0: person? That's the other thing I get. We didn't even talk about that. That's another thing I get really annoyed about. And I feel like there's so many like white dude comedians who do the same shit, and people are like, meh.
1: <laughs> exactly that's a whole nother bag that's a whole nother bag of chips
0: and I think it's like and, and people have done it with RuPaul like so it's like people have done it with Absolutely. RuPaul people have done it with Buck Angel do you know Buck Angel Mm-mm. he's a trans dude who people see as controversial and okay. people say he has internalized transphobia and it's like his the way he talks about things is to some people are outdated Um, but I, I I would love to have Buck Angel on this podcast. That's, that's a dream of mine, but I think he has done a lot for the community. Um, but then he was disposed of because he's not continuing to like talk about things in the same way that we are right now. That's my personal Mm -hmm. take, but I think it's easier for people to call people out who, um, are, who experience oppression. And I feel like sometimes we're just, putting each, ho- each other down, you know? And mm-hmm. yeah, I think Dave Chappelle gets... Dave, that's his whole point when he talks about DaBaby and Kevin Hart, you know? It's, like, all these, like, black male celebrities who are dealing with shit that, like, a lot of the white dudes don't get as much.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. That's, like... I mean, honestly, I could talk about this for hours. and And... And that's another reason why I'm, like, how can you... How dare you say that he doesn't have the badge to talk about certain things? Where he, when he has clearly, he's a black man in America. Right. He has clearly experienced life all the ways possible to talk about whatever he feel like he need to talk about. Right. Some of y'all might not have that badge that this man right here does, and that's right. like how I feel. Like, how dare you say that he don't have a card to talk about
0: it? Right, right, right. Well, part of why I was mad when it was, like, all, when everything was coming out, it was, like, he was, Dave Chappelle was literally, like, I, I've experienced racism from the white trans community, I've seen other black men experience racism from the white trans community, and I'm saying something about it, and everyone's, like, get rid of him, (laughs) like, and I'm, like, (laughs) what, like, what, like, it felt so, I'm, like, this doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. Like, right out. I'm like, how is this not just perpetuating more of the shit we're all saying we're trying to get rid of?
1: Mm-hmm. People love the, um, what did he say? People love to be a part of the LGBT community until they're, until they remember it or until they want to be white again.
0: Yes. Like that. Yeah. He said, I actually wrote it
1: down. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. He took us to church there.
0: Yeah. He said, yeah, gay people are, min- gay people are minorities until they need to be white again. And then he says, I'm being very brutally honest so we can solve this problem. He's like, try- ah. he's trying to help.
1: He is, he is, man, Oof. that's a quote right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a quote
0: for people who didn't watch it during that part, he's talking about how he, how he got in an argument with a white gay dude I think he said in Texas, like in a bar
1: Yes. and they're
0: arguing and then the white guy and then the white gay guy calls the cops and he's like, and then it's in that moment where he becomes white again, basically.
1: Yep. Yeah. That's it. That's it.
0: (sighs) Yeah. I wonder how many of the articles, how many of the people did watch the special?
1: I know. Cause I know he wasn't lying about none of those stories. (laughs) I know he wasn't lying. He might've like changed the story a little bit, but.
0: Well, it's it's also, like, some of the ways he talks about gay people and trans people, I think, are, like, playful. Like, I think there's, like, other ways to look at it. Like, when he's talking about, like, the lesbian he got in a fight with.
1: It's the way we would talk about each other.
0: Yes! Yes!
1: Yes. It's the way we would talk about each other. So yes. that's why, I, when I feel like he's talking about us, I feel like he's on our side. Because I'm like, I would say that, too. Yes. Like my friend in the corner, you know, like. Yes of her language here he is not being offensive he's using our language
0: yes yes that's a great way to put it yeah because he with with the lesbian and then she says i am a woman and he's like bitch what <laughs> 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 and it was so what? funny it's, a compliment. it's like right. you it's like you give masculine i think dave chappelle is already on our side but if we had unity with dave chappelle that would be great
1: yeah, it would be great. He doesn't want that. He's like, oh, that's boring.
0: <laughs> He's like, drag me. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good th- thing to ask, too. How much of this do you think he, like, wants? He has
1: been in this industry. I think that sw- switch is just off mm. for him, where it's like, and he talks about it, like, he is a millionaire. Mm-hmm. He's a, He has so much money. I don't think he cares anymore. Like he's passed that part of his career to, um, and he, this was his third special talking about the same shit. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't think he, I think everyone has said what he has said, what they had to say about him. He's said what he had to say about everybody. And he has, he's still standing. Right. So now I think he's at the point where, He's trying to figure out what else, what else can he, um, who and what else can he offend?
0: (laughs) That's funny. That's funny. Yeah. He said, I'm not going to talk about this anymore until we're laughing together. And I keep wondering, I'm like, what does that look like? Like, does he have trans friends that he's going to connect with to get on a show with him or how is he going to make that happen?
1: I, I would love to see a roast. Dave Chappelle roast with some. Oh
0: my god!
1: Some trans artists, yeah. Um, on the on really the podium, funny. or like just a like a like a comedy special with him in conjunction with people we didn't think he would do comedy with. I, I know he would.
0: That would be so smart, and I could honestly see him doing that because he's taken the stage, made fun of trans people in different specials for years. So it feels like a funny. Way to be like, okay, now you make fun of me. Go ahead. I was making fun yeah. of you. That would be smart. Dave Chappelle, if you're listening, you could take that.
1: Yes, please be listening. <laughs> Sing y'all praises.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, before we wrap it up, is there anything else you want to say or share? Um...
1: No, I hope whoever listens to this just comes with a open heart and open mind and just um, whether you agree or not agree, um, I hope you hear our hearts when we say the things that we have to say and know that it comes from a place of love. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I hope. That was my ending spiel.
0: Yeah. Anything you have to say, Lou? Um. I hope I hope the same. And I hope people consider, consider the idea that we can like things that make jokes at our expense and it doesn't, and that can be okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. This has been great.
1: Yeah, oh, it has. Like, I've enjoyed every ounce of this. I'm like, my juices are flowing. I'm like... <laughs>
0: revived (laughs) I'm so glad next time in Cleveland if you're I'm in Cleveland if you're down we'll have to meet up in real life
1: absolutely and if you ever want me to hop on a podcast ever again or if you ever want to just chat outside of this on the phone you know where to find
0: me okay cool that sounds great okay thank you so much for listening to the show today I want to thank Coley Pozzoli for editing the sound for this episode. I want to thank, most importantly, Justin Woody, a.k.a. Anya Nerve. You can find them on Instagram, at Anya Nerve. That's O-N-Y-A-N-U-R-V-E. I want to thank myself for being here. And I want to thank Dave Chappelle, because without his special, we would not have had a show today. If you're interested in sharing any of your own comments or thoughts about the show today or about Dave's special, you can do so by emailing queerdiscoursepodcast at gmail.com. If you're interested in being on the show and maybe you have an idea, maybe there's a piece of media that you think was misrepresented, or maybe it's not really about that. Maybe there's just something that you like that you think is, um, important to talk about from a queer perspective was created by a queer person, especially, um, please fill out the Google form that is in the link tree on my Instagram. My Instagram is at LouTheBarrett. That's L-O-U-T-H-E-B as in Bravo, A-R-R-E-T-T. I also want to thank Samantha Grace for doing the theme song for the show. And thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening. Until next time, bye.
2: Let's talk it out it out now baby let's talk it out now let's talk it out now